Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. Today, let's begin by looking at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Hebrews 10, 23. And from the English Standard Version, it reads, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. I know I've gone over this several times before, but I wanted to come back to it again, because this is a key uh, way to understand how to actually walk in faith. And it's by our confession. The Bible says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Now, we know we confess our sin. We understand that we are agreeing with God that what we did was wrong, that it was against his will, and that we confess that it was wrong and come to him asking for forgiveness. But on the other hand, confession is also agreeing with God, not just what was wrong, but what is right, what is true, what his word says, what is his will, based on his word, of course. So we confess when we fall short of his glory, when we sin, but we also confess the truth of his word. And this is how we actually begin to walk in his word and experience his word. The Bible says, let us hold fast. Let me say it again. The Bible says, let us hold fast. Now, we're going to be tempted to let go of our confession of what God's word says is true. When the circumstances don't line up with God's word, we will be tempted to stop confessing that his word is true. We will be tempted to doubt if his word is true. But the Bible says, let us hold fast the confession, the speaking of our hope. What is our hope? Biblical hope is what we expect to come to pass based on God's word. So we need to hold fast the speaking of what we believe is true and coming to pass in our life based on God's word. We need to hold fast to doing that. We need to hold fast and be consistent in confessing and speaking God's word and speaking what we believe is true from what we read in his word, what we expect to see in our lives based on what we see in his word. And the Bible says without wavering. Now, what would cause wavering? What causes wavering is considering two different things. Considering the word and then considering what we see in the natural or the present circumstances. That would cause the wavering going back and forth. And and that displeases God. We are not to go back and forth in faith, into doubt, into faith, into doubt. That doesn't honor him. We are to hold fast the confessing, confession, the speaking of our hope, that which we expect to see in our lives based on God's word without wavering. And the reason is because he who promised is faithful. So again, we see that our confession is tied to the promise and we know that he is faithful. Our confession is tied to the promise. He says, we hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So the promise we read in God's word is what we believe is true in our own lives and we expect to see to come to pass in our own lives. 
That is our hope. That is our expectation. And we hold fast to speak in that. We hold fast to our confession of what we are hoping for, what we are confidently expecting for, based on the promises we see in his word and the fact that God is faithful. Now, let's look at an example of this. Okay, let's go to Mark chapter 5, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible, verses 24 through 34. And I'm going to pick up with verse 24, and Jesus had just been confronted by Jairus. Jairus asked him to come heal his child. So Jesus is on his way. And then we see that there's another woman who comes into the story. Okay? Mark chapter 5, beginning with verse 24. And Jesus went with him, and a great crowd kept following him and pressed him from all sides, so almost to suffocate him. Verse 25, and there was a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years and who had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but instead grew worse. She had heard the reports concerning Jesus. Do you remember in Romans chapter 10, 17, it says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This woman began to believe the reports she heard about Jesus. Those reports that she heard and believed changed what she believed was possible, changed the way she acted, and changed what she did. And we're going to see that. She heard the reports concerning Jesus, and she came up behind him in the throng and touched his garment, for she kept saying, if only I touched his garments, if only I touch his garments, I will or I shall be restored to health. So she heard the message of Jesus Christ. She chose to believe it, and she believed it to the point where she acted on it. Remember in James, it talks about faith without works is dead. She could have believed all day long that Jesus had this healing anointing upon him, and it would have not have done him any good, done her any good at all. If she had not acted on it, but she did act on it. She went to Jesus. She pressed in towards him, but the whole time she held on to her confession. Okay. Verse 28 ends. She kept saying, if only I touch his garments, she kept saying, if only I can touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. That was her confession of what she expected to come to pass based on the report she heard of Jesus. So the Bible in the Amplified Version says she said it and kept saying it and kept saying it and kept saying it. And then what happened? Verse 29, and immediately, he's talking about after she did touch his garments, immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source and suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of her distressing ailment. Now she did not even ask Jesus to pray for her. Jesus at, at the moment wasn't focused on her at all. There was many people around her, but somebody touched him in faith. Somebody who had been holding fast to her confession touched him, believing and speaking that when she did, healing power would flow into her. Verse 30, and Jesus recognizing in himself that power, the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around immediately in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Verse 31, and the disciples kept saying to him, you see the crowd pressing hard around you from all sides, and you ask, who touched me? Still, he kept looking around to see her who had done it, 
Verse 33, but the woman, knowing what he had done for her, though alarmed and frightened and trembling, fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Verse 34, and he said to her, daughter, your faith, your trust and confidence in me springing from faith in God has restored you to health. Go in peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. Now, what did Jesus say healed this woman? He said her faith. And he was pointing out the contrast here, that the healing power was anointing, the healing anointing was on him. In fact, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it tells us how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power, who went around doing good and healing. Okay, so the healing anointing was on him the whole time. But what specifically caused her healing, what specifically caused her to experience the power and the healing of God to flow into her was her faith. How did she act in faith? Well, she moved. She physically moved to where Jesus was and touched him, but she also spoke. It's important that we understand that God saw fit that by his spirit, he made sure that this was recorded, that she said, she said, if I touch his garments, I will be made whole. And again, the Amplified brings out that she continued to say it. So that's exactly, that's exactly what we see in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promises faithful. So what I encourage you today is when you see the promise of God, Choose to believe the promise of God, expect it to come to pass in your life, and begin to confess it. Begin to say it's true for you. Begin to say it's true for you. She said, when I touch his garments, I will be made well. I will be whole. I will be healed. And we need to be saying, he is my healer. I am well. He has already provided healing for me. 1 Peter 2.24. I walk in health. I walk in healing. I walk in health. I walk in healing. In Jesus' name, by the power of the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, I walk in health. If that's what we expect, which we should, because that's what the scripture tells us, and that's what we want to come to pass in our life, then we need to hold fast to our speaking it, our confession of it. So let the word get into you. Let the promises of God get into you and know that we are to base what we expect to happen in our lives, what we expect to see come to pass in our life is to be based on his promises. And we are to know that he is faithful. He's the one that promised them. He's the one that revealed his word, his will through his word to us. And he's faithful to do it. And our responsibility is to see what his promises are, yield to them, Choose to believe them no matter what the circumstances are at the, at the present moment and begin to confess his word is true in our life. And we hold fast to that. Not going back and forth, not wavering, but we choose to focus on his promises. I'm not saying deny the present circumstances. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying, you base what you believe is coming to pass in your life on the promises, on his faithfulness, not the present circumstances, and then you hold fast to saying it. 
You say it, you say it, you say it. Hold fast to the confession of your hope, of your expectation, without wavering, because God, who made the promises, is faithful. I'm Tim Dumas. Thanks for listening. I hope today has encouraged you. Stay in the Word. Keep trusting God. Till next time, God bless. God bless.